two thousand words long. It's about Miles Edgeworth having sex with a carrot. (laughs) (laughs) So when you say short and sweet, are we referring to the carrot? (laughs) Maybe. Can you say that one again once we're starting? Because that's a good line. I thought that we were starting. Well, we still got to do an intro, Grace. We still got to do banter. We still got to oh, do everything. Come on, when have we ever like had a, a solid way of doing things? This is the banter. This is <laughs> well, the banter. We mate. need to start. Oh, hi! Welcome to the off. shipping forecast. Sorry, we. Sorry, we put the banter before it, but you're welcome about that quip about yeah, the carrot. Yeah, okay, we've put the <laughs> cart before the horse, and the carrot also before the horse. Yeah. I can talk about carrots first, if you like. Because if you put the carrot behind the horse, it would be a very different scenario. Yes, it would. No, Talking that's of... the way you make your horse do donuts. Talking <laughs> of carrots and behinds, hello, welcome to the shipping forecast. <laughs> This week, I've been reading a fic called Long Hard Sea, and there's like an underscore to fill in the blanks. It's by someone called Vicky Vicarious, and it's part of a series called Tawdry Turnabouts. It's it's really nice that we got the cold open out of the way first, though, isn't it? You know what? <laughs> we might swoop back and do an intro. I'm just going to dive straight in. Go on, then. <laughs> Let's do a proper intro, at least. Oh my shit, I found a chocolate bar, Nick. Oh my, great. Oh! (laughs) Amazing. Okay. I am amazed, but it's a very fancy flavour. It calls itself, uh, with Anglesey sea salt, and it's like just milk chocolate with a... It's milk milk chocolate with fucking salt in it, like, don't give me this bullshit. Oh, that's, that's lovely, to be fair, I quite like that. Yeah, but it's a bit pretentious when it goes, oh, it's from Anglesey. I've been to Anglesey, ain't fucking special. I'd like to apologise to any <laughs> listeners from Anglesey if there are any. Stay uh, in Grace, Anglesey. Grace doesn't mean anything. We don't want this. you here. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Shipping Forecast. I'm James. As always, I'm joined by Nick. Hello. And Grace. Hello. And today, we're going to review some of the fics we've been reading over the last week after searching through the Phoenix Wright fandom. Yeah, but you knew that anyway. You've listened you knew that anyway, because the cold open about the fucking carrots means I guess I'm going <laughs> to jump right into it. So, as I mentioned, this is Long Hard Sea by Vicky Vicarious, which is part of the Tawdry Turnabouts series. Mm. There are there's quite a few in this series, and I skimmed through a couple of them. I enjoyed most of them. There was one I didn't like at all, but we'll get back to that. The tags for this include crack, smut, inanimate object porn, alternate universe, Phoenix Wright kink meme, nobody look at me. This became a kink meme meme, and the relationship is Miles Edgeworth with a carrot. Uh, does what it says on the tin then? Oh yeah. Right, now talk about your carrot. Jim's carrot. This this is not my carrot. I don't like carrots. We we know, you're from Hull. <laughs> so, the story begins with young Miles Edgeworth in, I believe, high... I think it's middle school, actually. I don't know when Americans get their first sex ed. For us, it would be like early high school, late primary school. I'd say, well, I can only remember it being early high school. Do you remember when... I know in our class they did it differently. They brought in, maybe this says more about our class than anything else, but they brought in dildos for us. Yes, that happened. They, they were the condoms, and they were like, okay, 
you've got to put the condom on this fake plastic penis. Yeah. Well, for Miles Edgeworth, it was going to be a banana, but Larry ate the banana. Oh. Larry is another minor character in the Phoenix Wright universe, incidentally. (laughs) He's called Larry Butts. There's a saying about him, if something sticks, if something stinks, it's usually the butts. Ah, I see. He's on trial quite often, but he's one of the childhood friends of Miles and Phoenix. But he's on trial quite often. That's a bit of a... That's a bit he of a keeps conflict finding of himself in a sticky it? situation, and Phoenix usually has to bail him out by being his lawyer. I was going to say that's a little bit of a conflict of interest, isn't it? Yeah, if I remember right, he's usually in the tutorial levels. Oh, I Miles see. isn't so... involved. Yeah. Anyway, the <laughs> banana there wasn't a banana, so Mister Hibbins had to use a carrot. I see. And this, this awakened something in Miles. Oh. <laughs> I may read I've just read one of the this. lines. <laughs> this was the first instance, and one the one that linked carrots and sexuality in Miles' mind, and for a while, for years in fact, it seemed like a fairly innocent connection. He blushed at the sight of a full-size carrot remembering that class. <laughs> but surely that was to be expected of any young hormonal boy in such a situation. Did he go to Eton or something? No, he went to a fairly normal school, thinking about it. You do see like childhood flashbacks for young Miles Edgeworth in oh. the games. And it looks like a fairly normal Japanese high school. Long, long orange carrots that curved a little and felt textured against his fingers. Yeah. A little rough <laughs> and so long. So this first chapter just sort of talks about sort of as he grows up, he thinks about carrots from time to time in a fairly sexual way. Oh my god. And he has dreams about sort of Yanking his cock alongside a carrot. <laughs> then it gets to puberty, and the others are starting to notice girls and boys, and Miles is just like, no, none of this is really doing it for me. But carrots, on the other hand. So his friends are all going to strip clubs, and he's off down the allotment. Yeah, so they <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they watched porn together for, on Larry's 18th birthday, and Miles felt bored. The next day, he went grocery shopping, and he was just stood there in front of and the was, carrots. Oh, it is! And was, was almost he escorted out of the anymore. Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. But... Oh, no. He d- no. D- does he not take the carrot home first? We'll get to that. <laughs> oh, my God. Shortly after his high school graduation, Miles discovered he loved the way they felt in his ass. Well, I suppose that's the next sort of logical step, isn't it? Exactly. He'd been taking a break from carrots. Yeah, the next line, is he, he'd he been taking a gr- break from carrots over the few months. He starts to sort of try and rep- repress his love for carrots. And it does mention somewhere in here that uh, Phoenix Wright confesses his love to him, and Miles is just like, no, I'm sorry. I'm in love with carrots. Pretty much. But he spent most of his university days sort of doing his best to avoid his carrot uh, thing. He sort of represses it a little bit. <laughs> I'm just going to read this next paragraph because I love the way this is done. Okay. But then it was graduation day and the valedictorian gave a speech that was all about finding and accepting your true self. Phoenix decided to go to a law school, and Larry decided to become a taco salesman. 
a taco salesman. Yes. I like to imagine that's door to door. A taco salesman. Pro taco salesman. Hello, sir. Can I interest you in this lovely soft taco? (laughs) (laughs) And his father told Miles he was proud of him, that he could be anything he wanted to be. And there was a sense of promise in the air. He felt so free, so really very... He stopped by the grocery store on the way home. (laughs) And oh, oh, it was everything he dreamed about. The carrot he'd chosen was a long one, tapered to a round tip at the end, (laughs) wide at the base with leaves still attached. He felt a warm flush within him at the thought of sticking out his ass, the rush of a carrot inside of him where it belonged. Wow. Miles Hedgeworth really loves carrots. Do you want me to read the next paragraph? It's kind of graphic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, crack on. Why not? It hurt a little. Despite plenty of preparation, the carrot stretched him too far. A long, slow b- as he pressed it further and further in until, it, until he was panting and there were tears on his cheeks. And still, still he couldn't quite get it all the way in. It was too thick near the base. You feel the tip deep. Feel the tip deep inside him, and then he started to pull it back out, still slow, and it felt so good. He was grasping and shivering and just fucking himself slow and deep on the carrot that he loved. And Mars had never felt good. He came so hard he blacked out. Oh no. All he needed was a carrot under the sheets next to him. Oh, uh, well. That's chapter one. Oh, chapter what? one. What? There's yeah. more of this. There's two chapters, yeah. Okay. I'm, guess- I'm guessing Phoenix finds out. I don't like just reading a fic, because I do feel we should add our own commentary, but <laughs> there's so many good lines in this. <laughs> I just have to jump right in. Go when Miles Edgeworth woke up naked in the middle of the vegetable section of the grocery <sighs> store, an entire display case's <laughs> worth of sexy vegetables scattered around him, and even a few fruits. He noticed with a blush as his eyes landed on a thick banana. He wasn't especially worried. He wasn't. He's woken up naked in the middle of the grocery store and he's not especially worried. Yeah. Little bit hungover. He's holding a carrot. He's naked. There's a lot of other fruit and veg around him. And then (laughs) Detective Gumshoe walks in. (laughs) The security cameras had picked him had picked up him getting frisky the night before and the police had been called in. Gumshoe managed to arrange it so he was the only one to show up, but he had no choice except to arrest the chief prosecutor. Oh my god, imagine this going to trial. We're getting there. Um, Oh my god. It does go to trial. So, um, Miles isn't concerned. He said, yeah, he's willing to pay for everything because he is a wealthy man. But he's still in police custody and... Can you guess which defense attorney is comes in? Oh, it's <laughs> it's Phoenix. Right. Oh no! <laughs> Only Phoenix says, "I'm not here to talk about your defense. I I can't defend you." Miles, I saw the tape. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I cannot defend you because I know you're guilty. Because we know what's going on. This is indefensible. Yeah. You fucked all those vegetables. And Hang some on. of them fucked you. 
part of it anyway, and broccoli to tickle yourself, an apple as a gag, wrapping spinach <laughs> around, and yeah. both a banana and an onion. What the hell? I can't even talk here about the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so, so you haven't done anything unusual. unusual. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh hang on. He hasn't come to defend him. This is an intervention, isn't it? Oh my god, he actually yeah. is. Yeah. Shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, so Miles is sent to therapy and he gets a restraining order. You're banned from going near carrots. And then no, Miles whispered. Fruit and veg. No. It's for the best, Miles. Phoenix mumbled sadly and turned away. Oh, and, and that's no. where it ends. <laughs> no, he is officially stuffing his carrot into a shirt to protect it. The guard drew closer. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> They're not the same. Okay. Right, don't do this. It's for the best, Miles. Phoenix mumbled sadly oh, and wow. turned away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't normally read things with a sad ending, but do you know? Here we do you are. know what I don't understand? Um, okay, what part of this don't you understand? Right, okay, here's, <laughs> here's the thing. Which part of this is weird to you? Here's here's the thing. Okay, okay. Miles Edgeworth, you have said he's a wealthy man. Yep, he probably could have avoided <laughs> having his beloved vegetables taken away from him. If he'd bought them all from the grocery store and taken them home, yeah, but it it was the raw. I don't want to say animalistic. I do. It's probably more vegetableistic. Lust. Have you th- you've thought about this? No, I. Have. <laughs> so, so reading it, you know that it, he woke up blackout like... drunk. That means he he was just really horny, and then he walked past the twenty four hour Tesco, and it was just like, <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm so horny. I don't even have time to buy these carrots and get them home. I'm just gonna jam them. We're up just my ass we're just gonna right do now, it here in the vegetable aisle. I mean, while there's secure, which he's a smart man. He should he should know there's security camera footage. And we all that, do that is a that is a thing with people though. I remember hearing about someone who had this who only got off on like grass and stuff, and he had to be like taken away from uh public lawns and shit, and like. <laughs> And like for therapy, they ended up just putting astroturf in his room. <laughs> <laughs> because he Bless him. Be aroused by astroturf. It's just it's just so he had like a place, to, a place to vent. But even you but, know yeah, what? That... No, I I resent that that's um that verdict because if he just had grass in his back garden, he didn't have a back he... garden. Oh, okay, that's the problem. Well, yeah, he was going you... to public spaces where there was grass to. I mean, maybe, I suppose maybe for some people it's like the thrill of being watched. Oh, maybe. Or being discovered, you know. like. Oh, maybe. It's a bit more like, you know, like risque if it's like, oh, there's somebody going to come in any second, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, there is that. They're going to discover that that. I'm having an affair with... With the the fruit and veg section. With the the fruit and veg section. (laughs) I don't know. I can't really get into the head of Miles Edgeworth as he jams a carrot up his arse. (laughs) <laughs> so when are we going to see the VeggieTales crossover? Oh, no, 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 no. So, as I mentioned, this is part of a series of ten works, and they're all sort of standalone, unrelated sex acts. Oh, okay, um, They're all fairly well written. The ones of note, I'm just going to mention, there is one involving Godot and a lady called Wendy Oldbag, who I'll let you Google in your own time. Wendy Oldbag? 
yes, she she is a crazy old lady. I don't know. Just reading the tag is um, I'm alternately proud and horrified that I've written this. Yeah. <laughs> then a separate tag. The winning emotion is probably horror, though. Not gonna lie. So I did read that one, and it it's a horrifying mental image. Directly oh. below that, you'll see a hairy situation, which involves a Phoenix fucking clavier using his hair. Like you can, if you look at Phoenix Wright's design, he's got that long hair spike. Hair sex. Oh my god! Yeah, he, he's just jamming the hair up Clavier's butt. Fucking hell! The hair gel on that to like maintain yeah. the shape. It didn't Jesus work particularly wet. well. I can imagine. And the one That's I read that coming I didn't... from a man who doesn't have hair. <laughs> so the one I'll say I don't like, and it's worth me mentioning this regardless, is one called Still by Vicky Vicarious. Okay. The summary is Godot has direct has erectile dysfunction. It's not funny at all. Oh. So oh, I didn't him. like this one. It's very well written, but it made me sad, and that's why I don't like it. <laughs> oh my god. But then again, I feel like that was kind of the point of this fic. It's like yeah. it's a super sad so Godot has a coma in the game. He wakes up from the it's this fic goes into the details of him coming out of the coma and realizing he doesn't really have anything to live for, and his body has been ruined by sort of the time he spent in the hospital oh, dear. and also the poison. And yeah, it's yeah, super depressing. And I didn't like it. I it don't is... recommend reading this one. It is still very good. I mean, I just... if if you want that sort of thing, then yeah, I recommend. Yes, it. If, you don't, if you want then to be sad, don't... read this fic because. It will make you sad, and yeah, <laughs> arguably that was the point. <laughs> Just like in amongst all the crack as well. Yeah, it's whiplash, isn't it? This starts yeah. with <laughs> Mars Edgeworth shags a carrot, and ends with Godot has erectile dysfunction and nothing left to live for. Oh, <laughs> this is the equivalent of um, you know, instead of changing from fifth to fourth on the motorway, you change from fifth to first. Yeah, and like your engine, that means, but sure. Yeah, your engine leaps out of the bonnet in a fucking tangled mess. That's this is exactly <laughs> what that that is. It's like hitting a brick wall. Yes, yes, it is. But regardless of the fact, I didn't enjoy it. Vicky Ricarius, this is still a very well written fic. And yeah, ten out of ten. I'm assuming with a name like Vicky, you don't, you're not, uh, you're not a bloke, so you probably don't quite understand this stuff, but. That doesn't matter, you captured it very well. Uh, it, yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been reading this week. I enjoyed that, that was fun. Yeah. That yeah. was very fun. I encourage, we don't have time to go through all of these, I encourage looking at um, the one with Wendy Oldberg. So Nick, what have you been reading? Yeah, Nick, what have you been reading? <laughs> I'm not sure I can top that, to be honest, but... Um... I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you. You know, uh, okay, so I have been reading... Oh, this is meta. So, yes, I've been reading a fic called nice. So I've Read by Pyrosaur. <clears throat> and uh, the summary, it kind of tells you everything you need to know. Um, one click led to another, and before Phoenix knew it, he was staring down a wall of short stories labelled Edgeworth slash Reader. <laughs> Phoenix Wright is reading slash fic, ladies and germs. Oh my. Reading Sashtrick about his best friend. About his best friend. And yes. possible husband, depending who you ask. Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, let's get into it. It is pretty meta, this. Our man Phoenix, he's browsing the internet. 
you know, looking at some news, gossip columns, cute dog pictures, the usual, apparently. And then he gets on to, you know, Miles Edgeworth, looks at his fan following and things like that, and that's how Phoenix is led down the path, and he's looking at Slashfic, which involve Edgeworth and the reader. Bloody hell. Ah, the rational part of his brain murmured. The Slash must have been why it was called Slash Fanfic. You, you know what's really bad? I've never actually made that mental connection before. Are you learning what? something today? The reason it's called Slash Fiction is that it's, it's the Slash in the pairing name. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> hang, hang, you brought. Wait a second. I genuinely. A year. We're almost two years into this. I never made that connection. <laughs> hang on a minute. You brought me in as the yeah. layman who didn't know. know fuck all about fan fiction. Hey, even I knew that. I knew. I know plenty about fan fiction and slash fiction. I didn't realize the slash was why it's. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Taking a slash in the toilet. I don't. I. I never understood why it was called slash fiction. To be perfectly honest. The shipping forecast, James, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Not even us know what we're oh, about. I'm smart. <laughs> oh, sometimes. we try to grammar, and yeah, we can't. The esteemed, wow. <laughs> the esteemed captain of our ship. It, I finally <laughs> made the connection. <laughs> captain, Captain, iceberg ahead. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's an iceberg? <laughs> right. Obviously the green bit is land, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, come I on. I missed that quote up. Carry on. Oh, man, okay. Um, right, so basically, um, Maya Fey, uh, his sort of assistant and buddy, mm-hmm. um, you know, Phoenix asked what slash fiction meant, and you know she'd replied, "They're adult stories for adults." Mm-hmm. Um, you know she's just nineteen, but like uh, you know Phoenix is like, "How the fuck does she know this sort of thing?" And it's like, "Well, she's nineteen; she's on the internet; she must know." Yeah. Um. Okay, so Phoenix is sitting there contemplating the wall of slash fiction he's now faced with. Um. Stock still on his couch, as though any sudden movement might cause the slash fix to attack. <laughs> I think we can relate, ladies and gentlemen. We've all been there, to be fair. No comment. So, yep. Edgeworth slash reader, the stories continue to croon. One of them even Amen. specified a male reader. I mean, I think it's quite a, a realistic fear, considering I have been attacked by fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you felt targeted rather than attacked. Yep, fishmen are now big titty cow BFs. Fuck off. Which I'm going to refer <laughs> that AU as from now until the end of time. Um, okay, so Phoenix is contemplating. He's also wondering whether he should be looking at this sort of shit. He should. Um, he ought to look that up and just make sure it's not slander or anything. Or to delete his browser history, close the laptop, open the law book, and pretend this misclick never happened. But of course, <laughs> the fanfics keep calling. So to that me. I can relate to. I, I like this line. Can I read it out? Yeah, go for it. Jeez, it was hot in Phoenix's apartment. He supposed as he raked his hair back, unseasonably hot. Temperature hot, not like things <laughs> probably contained within those fanfictions. Yes, and even now he was going to tear himself away and go clean the entire apartment. But then his eyes landed on the content tags. <laughs> oh, so good. Yep. Okay, so... Um... Before, sorry, before he could do something sensible, he clicked... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's seen what's happening in these fics. 
and oh. he's seen what Miles Edgeworth is doing with <laughs> male reader in this fix. Oh. So I, yeah, I'm going to have a crack I at love that. the fic that he's reading. <laughs> so, yep, he clicked, clicked with wild abandon and watched text fill the screen. He was the nameless reader now. The one juxtaposed with Edgeworth in the fantasy no one needed to know about. I love the... It's very My Immortal, isn't it? <laughs> it is, Like, yes. the fic that he's reading. Yeah. Like, they've cranked it if up. If anyone catches you two here, Edgeworth murmurs, both your careers will be over. So we can surmise that this male reader is another lawyer. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or somebody involved uh, with the courts. Okay, I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. Maya is writing this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she ships them. <laughs> you that shall would see. make... A lot of sense. Ah! Here we go. Or it's the judge. <laughs> <laughs> so he's reading the fanfic. You know, he's reading about Edgeworth digging two thick manly fingers into his cravat, into your cravat. Thick manly fingers. Phoenix found himself incredulously mouthing while he chose to ignore his hands sneaking into his track pants. <laughs> so he's he's down for this now. He is absolutely. Uh, here, so, you know, and it turns out Felix thinks it's pretty well written. Almost a treat, in fact. Uh, yeah, he decided with a firm grip on his cock and his last sliver of shame melting in the heat, this was a nice little indulgence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, I oh, never dear. like to uh, to read all these things cover to cover, but I think this deserves it, to be honest. Go for yeah. it. That's Fucking it. go for it. So he's reading on, and, you know, Edgeworth is blowing male reader now. <laughs> Edgeworth swallows you like he was born to do it. His tongue full no, Nick, put s- No, this is romantic. Put some effort into it. Make it sound like an M&S advert. Ah, I see. Edgeworth, Edgeworth swallows, swallows you like he was born to do it. Okay, Are you, you can doing do it. it? You can do it. Edgeworth swallows you like he was born to do it. His tongue full and generous against the underside of your man. He moans softly <laughs> and your head falls back. It sounds like you're doing a car advert, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the new Skoda Fabia from 1995. <laughs> Skoda, please sponsor us, we need company cars. No. <laughs> No, we don't. Hey, hang on, hang on. He moans softly around you. Your head falls back. Pompadour, pompadour bouncing. bouncing. Wait, wait, his pompadour. Why would the reader have a pompadour? Did anyone rear those anymore? This, this was weird. Too specific. Yep. Oh, there is a character with a pompadour, and I can't think yep, who it is. He reads, he reads the fucking tags, and at the end of the list came a one-two punch of symbol terrible words. I guess the reader is supposed to be Winston Payne. Win- Winston Payne? Fuck. Sorry. He was hot when he was young, fight me. And I googled who Winston Payne was, and he does have he wasn't a very hot. splendid pompadour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Winston Payne is the lawyer you fight in the first. He's the tutorial prosecutor in every single game, <laughs> including the Victorian one. So. There like you, you fight go. his ancestor, who also has a pompadour. Yeah, so there you go. Winston Payne is um, being blown by Miles Edgeworth. Oh, that's worse. And Phoenix is getting off to this and quite enjoying it. So it turns out that Phoenix uh, is a fan fiction reader like us all. <laughs> um, who is writing Winston Payne fanfic? Nick, yeah. why are you in this? Am I in this? 
20 minutes and one tenth cab right later, Phoenix knocks hard on my thought. Nick, she asked why died in pajama clad. Oh, Nick is short for Phoenix. Nick is short right. for Phoenix. It's not me. Yeah. <laughs> Still. I, wa- I wasn't wanking to Miles Edgeworth slash reader fanfiction. I don't believe you. <laughs> I was going to say, not yet I'm not. So yeah, anyway, basically, Phoenix is a little bit weirded out by this. Uh, he goes to Maya's house. Basically, hands of the laptop goes, get rid of this, please. Great. Thanks, Maya. See you tomorrow. And then runs back down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Just clear your browser history, dude. Yeah, exactly. So, like. Don't give it to your assistant to wipe out. The thick ends on Phoenix realizing that she's probably going to look at it. So he hopes and prays that he's going to put together, like, a cover story <laughs> over why he was looking at Miles Edgeworth slash reader slash Vic. Miles slash Winston. Yeah, Miles slash Winston, as it turns out. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. This was also a podfic, in case anybody's interested. And um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> proper enjoyed the whole sort of meta thing. Yeah, no, this was done well. Yeah, it's, I like that. They nailed the cheesy writing in the meta. We all thought it was going to be him and Phoenix, but no, it was Mr. Payne. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, cur- that is that so left ball. field. That absolute ah. curveball. I need to check, actually. And I'm just curious how many fics there are about Winston Payne. Because <laughs> it, it can't be many. I wouldn't think of him as a popular character. Oh, is, is he kind of forgettable? I didn't do that much research. He's, I just sort of... He's just kind of there. Like, he's the tutorial lawyer who you fight before a cool lawyer comes in. So I'm guessing he's, can fight he's not a brilliant prosecutor, then. No. Right. No, he's really I not. I see. Uh, there are 140 fics about Winston Payne. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's more than I thought. Bless him. Yeah. So, you know. It did say he was hot when he was younger, so like, are they all him when he was younger? <laughs> I, I don't agree that he was hot when he was younger. I don't know what he looks like in the first place, to be honest. Mm. Right, hold that thought. I, I will judge if he was hot when he was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Judge. Pain. Here we go. Also, if I haven't already said, everyone's name is a pun in the English translation. Yeah, this is Winston Payne when he was younger. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> he thinks he's Elvis, but he's got specs, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck's sake. And he's not that much. That was him in the prequel, so that was when uh, Mia Fey was starting out as a lawyer. So it's only like five years before the main I was going to say, younger, he still looks like he's in his. He's a 40 year old holding on to his 20s with that hair. Yeah, yeah it's honestly, I've just found this pose, which made me giggle. Um, yeah, he's he loses his hair more and more as you play. Yeah, I've um, I well, found this pose him... which made me giggle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. His comb man. over falls apart when you fight him. <laughs> I didn't oh. know that. That's even better. He just sort of loses his composure, and he gradually has less and less hair. That's why it's funny with the pompadour in the prequel. It's like <laughs> ah, that's when he had the most hair. And every time he loses, he gets less and less. That's incredible. Mm. <laughs> that's that's a bit of world building right there, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're surprisingly good at world building in these. Uh, I, I can imagine. And, yeah. As I say, you meet his ancestor in the one I'm playing now. Oh, Who has yeah. a similar haircut. You can just tell it's like... Well, it's just falling through his face. <laughs> yeah, it's just him in a kimono. Oh my god. Yeah, so that's him in the most recent game. The one that's set in feudal Japan. Let's have a look. Ah, yes, he's got even less hair yeah. there. <laughs> exactly. He's just, for the benefit of, of our listener, um, imagine, like, Kelsey Grammer's haircut. Who? 
Frasier. Imagine a feudal Japan haircut. <laughs> Does nobody know who Frasier is? I don't know. And you guys can look up Winston Payne in on your yeah, own. Yeah, just Google Winston Payne. That's even easier. Yeah. And it will be accurate. <laughs> yeah, ignore my terrible attempt. It'll be at better than the descriptions of someone who may or may not look like Frasier. <laughs> so, yeah, I enjoyed those. Um, yeah, they were fun. Have I tempted you guys into playing the Phoenix Wright games? I. Do you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing what they were all about. If one came up on, on, so, on Swift, they sound really enjoyable. So the original trilogy are on the Switch. Oh, nice! I might, uh, I might have a have a look at the original trilogy. See, see if I can maybe pick them up cheap. I would recommend it. It's like um, L.A. Noir, only less perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. And none of the driving around and shooting and just crime scenes. Yes. Crime scenes and interrogation. Yeah, which to be fair were the best bits of L.A. Noir. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Grace, what did you think? Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is. It's definitely the most cracky fandom we've looked at in a while, isn't it? I mean, to it, be it is, fair, yeah, the, yeah. The, the source material... <laughs> the source material is equally crack as well. The source yeah. material is crack, and then, then there was that one about the erectile dysfunction, because there's always one yeah. to yeah. take and that it was... into to realism. <laughs> and yeah, that was I... like, yeah, running into a brick wall. I was tempted for us to cover that and then do an and now a very special episode of the shipping forecast. Yeah, where we start <laughs> advertised Viagra, right. And we we just look to the side and like, erectile dysfunction is no joke. And I don't know. We and then we cut consult out your doctor. We do all the, the bits episode. where we try not to piss ourselves laughing because we're childish and it's because it's got the word. <laughs> Maybe for April Fools we we'll do a that. sad episode. <laughs> I wanna do a sad episode. Yeah, I think we'd struggle. Um do you know what that sounded like though? Um, the now a special episode from the shipping forecast. Ooh. It sounded like we were just going to sort of, for just two pounds a month, you two can help guys like John for maintain just two his erection. A- <laughs> John <laughs> can no. finally have sex again no. without bottoming. <laughs> Actually, I, I think for April Fools, we'll do. Um, we should read like Jane Austen or something. What? <laughs> You know, like something that isn't fanfic, just like a genuine literature that we can review. Why, why don't we and read... take the piss out of? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Or we could read an actual fanfiction, which is genuine literature. Oh, like Twilight. No, I know what we ass. should do. We should do the Iliad and the Odyssey, and the episode should yeah. be several weeks long. Oh no, <laughs> I I know. Okay, the most famous fanfiction, the Divine Comedy. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, we cover that for April Fools. <laughs> because that is fan fiction of the Bible. <laughs> Fair enough. It is though. It's self-insert of a, the bloke sort of going into hell and sort of seeing all the people he doesn't like, sort of there, <laughs> <laughs> including people who are still alive that were his political enemies. What on earth? Yeah, Why are they there comedies. if they're still alive? Because he was like, you know that guy? Fuck him. <laughs> what? It's, it's my fic, I'll do what I want. Oh, I, I want to read that in the Divine Comedy. You know that guy? <laughs> Fuck him. He's going okay, to hell. You know what? Yeah. Tell you what, I'll write Divine Comedy 2 and it'll start with, right, David Cameron, right? Right. Fifth layer. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. Hell you go. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Piers Morgan's there too, and all that shit. Oh yes, yeah, it'd be like that. Oh happy day! Right, this this is getting too tangential. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this will get cut. 
Uh, anything else we want to say? <laughs> Remember, pasteurize your milk and always have a safe word. Yeah, pasteurize your milk. Don't spend that much on a sex toy. Like, you could just take a, a car motor and just use that. <laughs> I love how you're trying to sound like you know what you're on about. I don't know anything. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. If I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for making um, it this far. Thank you for making it this far. I'm not sure how we made it this far, and we're recording it. Um, join us next time. We'll be doing a Halloween special. Uh, and we'll try and make it spooky. If if you like the show, you know the drill. Every other person says this as well. Yeah. So, do the things. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> do, that's then, it. Yeah, that's the words I'm looking for. <laughs> and we hope to see you next... Well, we won't see you next time. This isn't that's some good. kind of weird hack that lets us watch you through your phone while you listen to it. That would be weird. Well, I don't know where we got that idea from. Alright then, next time... Also, Ignore me. We're also, de- if you've anonymously written a fanfiction about cows, tell your friends about our podcast and be like, so you can subtly brag that you yeah, <laughs> yeah done you, really well without reviewed, yeah. giving yourself away. <laughs> if you happen to be an anonymous cow writing author, first of all, Stephen King, love your work. <laughs> Second of all, if you want to get in touch, we can. We will keep your secret. Yes. Yeah. Of course. We we're very good at keeping secrets. Yeah. See you, Stephen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. um... Can I please get your autograph, Stephen King? (laughs) I won't tell anyone about your cow erotica. (laughs) So yeah, next time that we uh, vomit our verbal diarrhea onto the airwaves, we kind of hope you're listening. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. To As we shit into the microphone verbally, I'm As glad your ears are here for. You listen to thirty to forty-five minutes of three grown-ass adults farting into the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that should be our April Fools. <laughs> no, I've said forty no, minutes said of fart it sounds. It shall be. <laughs> Right, I think that's enough. Right, that's uh, good been night, enough for everyone. a while now. Right, come on.